Hello. Hi, honey. How are you? <clears throat> Is this thing on? Grab your drinks. Grab your kombucha. Grab your snacks. Grab your dill pickle chips. Grab your Red Bull. Grab your guru. Grab your whatever. Sit back. Relax. Get in the car. I hope you can be productive while you listen to me talk. I'm your host, Ryan. And on this podcast, we celebrate and share stories and lessons of when shit goes wrong because it happens to all of us. And I want to talk about it. So yesterday, I'm on my way to work. I'm putting on my shoes in my front hall and I can hear two people screaming at each other. They're obviously in some kind of altercation. It's a man and woman and the woman is very upset. She's screaming, get out, get out. I'm videoing you. I'm taking photos of this. What the hell? Like, get out of my house. Oh my God, like, don't ever come back here. <coughs> Aftermath of COVID. <laughs> this lady screaming at this man. And I was thinking, oh my God, literally fight or flight mode activated, dialed in. What the hell am I hearing? Clearly the man is the one doing something that the woman is really not happy with. And I know that there's a couple that lives upstairs above me. So I'm thinking, oh my God, are they breaking up? Is something happening? What's going on? So I open up my door and I see that the guy, I've never seen him before, but he's blocking the doorway for me to exit my apartment. He turns around and is like, oh my God, there's someone else here to witness what's going on. And I'm like, I've never seen you before. The door next door closed and it's the man going, come here, come here, come here, come here. I'm like, come here. And he wanted to show me the door. And so my neighbor flies open her door again and is like, do you see what he's doing? Do you see what he's doing? He was trying to tell me that he had broken her door. And so he was trying to tell me his side of the story. She's trying to scream her side of the story. And I have no idea what's going on. Do these people know each other? I start to make out that he's just trying to deliver her Amazon package. And he was told that he's allowed to open that door and drop the packages there and then leave because it's stairways going all the way upstairs to their apartment. So you could just drop at the bottom and it wouldn't be entering their apartment. But she's saying that he broke the door and is like trying to break in and all this stuff. And he's like, no, that's not what's happening. Like this lady's crazy. And she's like, I'm filming, I'm filming, I'm taking pictures, I'm calling the cops. I don't even, I don't think she called the cops, but she was absolutely going crazy. I've never seen this woman before. I was so confused. And this guy followed me all the way to my car to continue explaining his side of the story so he could get his side straight because he was like, no, this lady's crazy. Like I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't break her door. He's like, what the hell? He just seemed so frazzled. And this lady was so pissed. All my neighbors came out and were looking at me to explain. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know these people. And then this man comes up to me and I'm sitting in my car and he asked me to roll down my window and he's wearing a construction jacket and he's like hey i'm from ontario like i uh, my car broke down and like i left my wallet at home like like do you live there like can i come stay in your apartment do, do you have any money for food i'm hungry but he had a french accent and he said he was from ontario and i was like what do you know these people it just so happened so coincidentally all at the same time and i'm like what is going on today anyways i was 30 minutes late for work so uh how's your week going <laughs> okay back to the scheduled programming i have covid <laughs> Okay, we got to start keeping track because this is number four, I think. Number four. This is the fourth time that I've had COVID in the past two years. And each time it likes to completely annihilate my soul and make me question why I'm living. Um, and so that's kind of my reality right now. I got home from work feeling like, oh my God, I need everyone to leave me the fuck alone. 
which usually isn't like me. You know, I'm social. I want to know what's going on. I want to hang out. I want to talk to the peeps. I want to shake hands and kiss some babies. But oh my God, this week I felt like I wanted to die. I don't want to have it. I have stuff I want to do. I have shit going on. And COVID just takes everything out of you. It makes you an angry person because you have to hide out. And I think it actually changes the chemistry in your brain to become a more bitter person. Every time I've had it, I just, I start to feel sorry for myself. I start to feel like, oh my God, poor me, boo-hoo. I felt very horrible for one of the days. The shakes, the cramps, the sweats, the nausea, the hungry, then I'm not hungry, I'm cold, and then I'm not, and then I want to get up, and then I don't, and then talk to me and don't, and touch me and don't, and I don't know, it's too much, it's COVID, it sucks, it's horrible. I'm pissed, I'm annoyed, but it's just my reality. I had my pity party. I wanted to die. I wanted to rip someone's head off. It's just the reality. We all have those days. And then eventually you just wake up and you're like, I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of being negative. I'm annoyed of my own thoughts. I'm annoying myself. And that, my friends, is when I know it's time to make some changes. Even though I don't want to make changes, sometimes I just want to be in a shit mood and I just want to rot in my own negativity. And there's just so many things going wrong in life every day, all day. It just feels like it's too much. I just need the world to stop for a minute. I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but I'm in the stage of life. Everything is just falling apart. You know, we were on the up and up. We we're on the up and up. Girl, I know you know it. Uh, girl, girl, I know you know what the up and up is. When things feel great, it feels too good to be true. Okay, girl. So, uh, so when's it going to be? When's the next thing? When's the slip up? But you just kind of know that like it's been going real good for a really long time and there's been no slip ups. I'm in Montreal. I'm having a great time. And then, bam, COVID. COVID happened. I feel like that's what it was felt like in March 2020 when everyone's lives were just thriving. And little do we know that life is about to smack us in the face. But seriously, when things go wrong and I start to feel like, okay, it's been going well for too long. I can start to feel things piling up. I just start to let myself slip and I do it and I know it's happening and I see it happening. For example, okay, my credit cards need to be paid off. Did I? Well, actually, yeah, today I did. Okay, let's ignore that. Today, I finally smartened up and did my things. But before today, I had to pay off both my credit cards, rent's due, all my bills are due, and then I get COVID. So now I can't even work and I have to basically cancel the rest of my contracts on set. So I'm not able to do that. It just felt like everything was building up and it was getting difficult and I have a really hard time asking for help. Maybe last week I felt like I was on top of the world and things were going absolutely fantastic, but this week they're not. And it's a slippery slope, especially in January. Like this is the bluest time of the year. It can get really sad and depressing and dark and there's not enough sunlight during the day and I feel very depressed. I feel a lack of energy. It's hard for me to want to reach out for help when I'm in that stage because I don't even like myself. My thoughts annoy me. One thing that I didn't know about being an adult is that life just gets hard. You surround yourself with new people, new city, new job, new things. Sometimes you just want to go a place where you can literally shut off and just be yourself. Oh shit. Yep. This is my down month and that's okay. And so this is my issue. I don't 
know about anybody else. I would love to know if anyone else experiences this. I just want to know if we all get so goddamn depressed in January, we literally want to cancel our entire rest of the year. Every goal I had, every trip, every plan, every idea seems literally pointless. And I just know that it's January and I have to be so kind on myself. And we all do, okay? But that doesn't make this any easier because, oh my God, we're in the thick of it. It's so hard to snap out of it. It feels completely consumed in your negativity because I can. My podcast is called When Shit Goes Wrong. Shit goes wrong all the time. And I'm not saying that I meet every single situation with, it's okay, not a problem. I'll get through this. I'll just figure it out. Like, no, it's not that easy to just be so positive sometimes. And I'm surrounded by a lot of really positive people. I never addressed that I'm feeling this way. I would never have to do anything different. And I would continue down this path. That's fine. But if this isn't my intended path, then this is life's way of guiding me in a new direction. Just want to do the easy way out to address the elephant in the room. And it sucks. Okay. It sucks. Like once I'm done recording this, I have to go break up with someone. And I've been avoiding this for weeks. It's time, okay? And if anyone else is listening to this and feels like their January has been going slowly downhill, I feel you. Oh my God. Like literally give yourself a hug because you deserve it. You really, really, really deserve it. Just the fact that we're all kicking it and it's January and it sucks and I have no idea what this year holds. None of us do. But all I know is that right now, none of that is possible if I don't address the things I need to right now because it's just going to completely clog my entire sense of being worrying about these things that I need to take care of. Shit is going to go wrong and it sure as hell feels like it is right now. But you could have your pity party. You can have your moments of like, oh my God, this is horrible. I'm not happy. But then you have to do something about it. Okay. And I'm in the having to do something about it stage and it's not always easy. It's not always fun. But what stands in the way becomes the way. This is a really good book. Actually, it's called Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Great name, by the way. But what does this mean? It means that the very thing in my way right now is COVID, but now me having COVID is my new way. I hate it. I'm overwhelmed. I can't leave my house. I just want to hug somebody. I'm currently standing at a wall of opposition. There's something holding me back. It's halting me from what I thought my intended path was for this week. Okay. I thought I was going to go into work. I thought I was going to hang out with my friends and so on and so forth. I mean, I was miserable, but that's what I thought was going to be happening. And so this very occurrence of me getting COVID is also an opportunity to create a deeper and fresh motivation within me to do something else because clearly I was feeling like caca, but I was going to keep going down that path. COVID is now making me stop and think and reflect, okay, what do I really want to be doing again? This is giving me time to slow down. Maybe there were parts of me that truly needed to take a break and have some time to myself because I did feel like I was experiencing burnout and that my body was just kind of feeling slow. I just felt like it was too much. Whereas things that I was doing weren't too much. It was just building up to be too much. And so COVID was my obstacle. But now having COVID, it can push me to find an even more clever way to work with what I have. I can be working on my podcast. I could be working on my social media business. It forces me to be even more strategic with the work that I do accept and the contracts that I'll accept. So I can choose to just keep being pissed 
and mad and be so over it that I got COVID for the fourth time. This is what brings us to today's episode title. Every time something goes wrong, life hands you a gift, aka a learning experience. It may feel like you've learned this lesson a hundred times over and you just cannot believe that you're in this situation again, but clearly you didn't learn it well enough because here we are again, okay? Clearly three times getting COVID wasn't enough. But yeah, it's just a choice for me to do something different. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna pack up my stuff. I'm gonna go to my cottage. I'm gonna spend time with my parents. I'm gonna eat a good home cooked meal. I'm gonna do my laundry. I'm gonna clean my sheets. I'm going to open up to my parents how I'm feeling. They're gonna give their input, this and that. So they helped provide the things that I was lacking, okay? Stability, a fresh perspective, food, clean laundry, clean shower, like all these things I needed. Slow down and calm myself because I felt like I was literally running on a hamster wheel and I couldn't do it anymore. And a lot of the time we don't see the lesson and the benefits in the moment. It's usually in retrospect. And so without all these difficult times and frustrations and obstacles, there would be no great times because we would have no lessons that we learned. We would have no retrospection, no realizations, and everything would just seem flat and uneventful, plain and boring. There would be no impactful change without struggle. And so the beauty of life is just to overcome what we think we can't. Our self-esteem will grow and we will find inner strength in ourselves that we never knew existed. This past week, as I mentioned, I was letting things build up in me. I was letting things stew. I was getting angry and my confidence literally went away. Like I would consider myself a very self- confident and aware person. And I've been feeling really good about myself the past couple months, the past year, because I was proving to myself that I am able to stick to my word and speak about the things on my mind. And I wasn't doing any of those things. My self-esteem was not growing. It was withering away. I had done so much growth, so much positive, hard, hard, hard work on myself. And then you get COVID and I let myself kind of fall back 10 steps. And I just didn't really feel good about myself or my thoughts or my goals or everything. Whereas when I'm being true to myself and I'm setting boundaries and I'm and I'm speaking my truth and I'm having hard conversations and I feel great about myself. And when I don't do those things, it literally starts to build up inside of me. And what is this unhappiness telling me? There must be something it's trying to convey to me. How is this discomfort nudging me to make a change in my life? How is this horrible pit in my stomach that I wake up in the middle of night sweating about. What is this telling me? <clears throat> I don't even know where I cut off, but um, so I ended up having to do the things I didn't want to do. I did them. Um, I was trying to act like it was horrible, but I feel a lot better. I really do. I'm tired, but I did it. Oh my God. Finally, I did the thing I didn't want to do. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that scary. And it was worth it in the end because if you can just be vulnerable with whoever it is you're frustrated with, whoever it is you're in a conflict with, whoever it is that is on the other side of you in this situation, just open up that you're having a difficult time or that things aren't going the way you need it to be or literally has nothing but benefits. I had to call someone and talk about something I've been putting off for so long. I did it. And before I got on the phone, I literally was shitting myself. My heart was racing. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I've waited my whole day to do this now. The whole day I've been sitting around like doing all these tasks, waiting to do it. All right, fine. We're doing this. We're in solid. Sign me up. Here we go. Rings and the answer and tend to do this that I had built up so much that it's like I went from never being able to say anything to I can just say anything now. And I just talk, 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 talk. It's so hard to be 
brutally honest that you try and like fluff things and make things catered to who's listening and make them feel good. In therapy, we talk about it, feedback sandwich. Basically, you compliment them, then you mix in your feedback criticism and then you end it with another compliment. So it's like just a lot of like, it's been so great our time together. You know, I like you so much. I respect you. But like I'm feeling like this. Anyways, so the conversation went well. It was scary. It lasted a very long time. And then it, you know, inspires me to want to reach out and message other people. But it also just inspires you to like get the other things you have to do done. Like, okay, I did the really hard thing. It sucked. I didn't want to do it. I didn't expect to have to have this talk or I didn't expect to have to send that email. Whatever. It sucks. I know. I know. It. I know. I just, I know. I literally know. It sucks. Girl, I know. Maybe you're not experiencing one of those moments right now. Yeah, you. Who's listening? Maybe you're not. Or maybe you're literally knowing exactly what I'm talking about. And every day you wake up and you feel like there's a pit in your stomach because you're like, oh my God, I need to address this thing, this thing that I'm not addressing. I just keep not talking about it, avoiding it, pretending that it's not there. It's just building up, festering, whatever it is. I know. I hear you. I see you. I feel that. It's tough. And, and usually it comes down to like, you'll address it when you're ready or life will take its course and completely pile up all around you and smack you in the face in one way or another. And you'll find out. You'll have to address it. You either address it on your own terms or you address it on life's terms. Honestly, that's just how it goes. It's how it be. So to bless your sweet, sweet little souls, I'm going to give you a story time. If you know anything about how I like to roll, it's completely chaotically, which is exactly how I like it. So follow along. So I'm going to tell you about the time that I crashed my scooter in Ometempe in Nicaragua which is a small island with not that many hospitals, lol. And I am part of this statistic and I literally hate myself for it. I couldn't believe it. I heard of so many people crashing their scooters or crashing their bikes or getting into an accident. And I was like, it won't be me. Couldn't be me. I grew up driving ATVs. I grew up riding snowmobiles, all that stuff. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Well, you know what? It might just be you if it's 420 and you rent a scooter. On 420, I like to partake. And that should have been my first red flag right there. If you're partaking, you don't rent a scooter the day before your birthday and totally be in a woohoo, let's just do it. Let's all think about it. Let's just rent a bike and like just drive all the way across to the other side of the island and we're going to go swimming at the beach for a day. Sounds fun. Sounds great. I wake up, it's 420. I'm so excited best day ever. Favorite day of the year. I tell everyone that this day is my birthday, even though it's the 21st, because I truly in my soul believe that I am connected to that day. So obviously it's a great morning. It's fantastic. Maybe my head was a bit foggy. I don't know, but the bikes were kind of expensive on their own. We thought it would be a bit cheaper, but we got a deal through the hostel. It was great. We got two scooters, me and my friend, and we each got on our bike. Absolutely no instruction on what to do. I didn't even ask where the gas or brake. I was just like, all right, here we go. On it, I'm in flip-flops, mini shorts, and like a tube top and put this extra large helmet on that absolutely was not strapped onto my head. And off we went. We didn't look at the map or read reviews on, you know, which road to take. Nope. Off we went. Here we go. And we were just doing our own thing, cruising. So I'm like kind of by myself. And this lady is like standing on the side of the road, clearly an older woman. Clearly, it's so hot out. It is like 30 degrees that day. This lady clearly wanted to go on the back of my bike. So I stopped and she's like, can you take me to the next town? Obviously in Spanish. Obviously I was just interpreting what she was saying. I felt bad. And so I said, of course, get on the back of my bike. That was another red flag right there. Number two. So I'm driving this lady and I'm still speeding like the whole way before the woman. I was speeding very fast. 
for the bumpy, shitty, unpaved road that we were driving. But with her on it, I started to slow down. But in my head, I was like, oh my God, she probably does this every day. She's probably like, hurry up, girl. Like, what do you know? You know? So I am like trying to go fast. Boom, boom, boom. It's just horrible. I can feel her in the back. I'm so worried that I'm going to hurt us both and crash. And eventually we reach it to the next town and she's like, okay, this is where you can let me off. She was super grateful. Awesome. Cool. Immediately I start going again. Not even 30 seconds later, I zone out. And right as I'm zoning out, I hit a pothole and my entire bike goes into the air. And since I was zoned out, I didn't realize what was happening. So I turned my bike to the left and jerked it. And it just completely like felt like flew into the air and fell on top of me. And I immediately hit the ground head first and my helmet clinks off because it's not even attached to my neck. It's like barely hanging on my head. And I whack my head so hard and kind of scrape the ground. But I get up right away and just start walking. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what happened? I completely blacked this out. I don't even remember what happened if I was laying. I just remember being up in my head. I got up quick, but I don't know. But all these local men had stopped and have came over and were helping me and very concerned at the look of me. But I hadn't looked at my body yet. I was way too scared. I get very overwhelmed with blood and I didn't know what had happened. So they're all staring at me like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Because I was by myself. Like I didn't know what to do and they had brought me to the side. They were getting water and putting it on me and Marcy had came back because she was like, what the hell? And I'm like, oh my God, is it bad, girl? Be honest, I can't look. And she's like, it's okay, it's okay, it's all right. I looked down and I had completely cut the the left side of my body. And I was so freaked out by the amount of blood and my ankle was so sore and the fact that like my helmet came off and like my helmet looked cracked all down the side and like all the paint came off. Everything was fine, but I was very overwhelmed. All my cuts had a lot of like dirt in it. There's just a lot of road burn. And so I was like, oh my God, I need to go to the hospital. I need to see if I have Cushion, like my bike's fucked up. How am I gonna get back? We're now hours away. We've been driving for so long on these little bikes. It would take us so long for me to get back. And also, I'm terrified to go on the bike again. So, one of the really kind men who volunteered with one of the schools, he got me on the back of his bike, and his friend brought my bike. And then Marcy came on her bike and he took me to the nearest volunteer hospital. And when I got there, everyone was like, oh crap. But they had obviously seen this hundreds of times before. I am not the first traveler to visit Ometempe and crash their scooter and have road burn and like a sprained ankle and a concussion. And everyone stayed with me and they were super nice. It's volunteers, so you just tipped them based on their service. So I left them money and they cleaned my everything up and bandaged me up and it was 420. So I went and partook to calm myself down, which was honestly fantastic. And the highlight of that day, the fact that I still snuck out of the volunteer hospital to do that. Win-win for me. I couldn't walk. Like the whole left side of my body was completely cut up. Nothing could touch it. I couldn't move. I was in so much pain and I didn't know if I was going to need shots or something. Everyone was telling me something different. Everyone was scaring me. Everyone was looking at me like I had four heads and I was literally by myself. There's no one that's like bound to you when you're traveling. No one's forced to stay with you if they're your friend. So you're in it by yourself. And then I woke up the next day and it was my birthday and I couldn't do anything. And I had plans to do all these activities and I still stuck with it and was able to do stuff, but it just was such an isolating and lonely feeling because you felt like a burden to the people around you for having to take care of you because everyone's on their own. It's solo travel. It's a, it's a mindset of you're there to experience your own experience and everyone there is just an addition and everyone's on their own path. But when you're hurt or you're sick or you're injured and it 
stops you from participating full force, it's really challenging mentally and you feel alone. And I had a lot of nightmare nightmares. I felt really sad, but honestly, it was really great because it was so dry and hot in Nicaragua that literally my entire burns were fully healed in one week. I had no idea that that would happen. I thought that I was going to be out for like a month because of how like deep the cuts were. I was like, wow, like I'm going to have to sit in one spot and don't do anything. But knowing me, I absolutely sent it on Sunday fun day in San Juan that following Sunday and the Friday before that Saturday every day really it was concerning I got a lot of looks um I had my viper shades on and like a one-piece outfit one day and people said that I look like freaking Wonder Woman so I take that as a compliment and it was horrible at first and it felt like the whole trip was ruined it felt like everything I wanted to do was put on hold but truly it guided me in such a way that I met such incredible people and I had to kind of ground myself and slow down and it was honestly a great conversation starter and and I got a lot of looks. You can't forget the girl whose entire left side of her body is ripped off, but she's still sending it highest one in the room on Sunday fun day and on Trivia Tuesday, okay? She's there. She's bumping. So it was a vibe. It didn't even ruin my trip. It just created for a new direction. I just owned it. I accepted that it happened. We're moving on. You know, I was like, it's my birthday tomorrow. Like, you forget to remember that this emotion is finite and it won't be there forever and that the next Next day, you can wake up and choose to see all the beautiful things that arrive and meet you in that day and find gratitude. Like I woke up the next day and they made me the same breakfast that they made me every day, but I took cute pictures of it and I was studying my Spanish and I was super happy. I was everyone was calling and texting and like, you know what? I was injured, but whatever. It didn't even hurt that much and like it healed so fast. Who cares? It was fine and I, I felt so grateful for all the people that did help me. Like when people did stop to help me or showed me kindness or or empathy like I was able to digest that and accept that and really internalize it and I felt so blessed to have people who cared who didn't even know me and it, it forced me to slow down and pay attention to things and pay attention to moments and pay attention for why I was there by myself like I can do anything back when I had COVID in Mexico I was in another situation I was absolutely down and out for the count and I felt so sad and so low but eventually you get over it and you just own it and you take care of yourself you and you give yourself what you need and so same with the scooter accident I spent the next day by myself most of it my birthday and like just enjoyed my presence it all went up from there truly it felt like such a low before that on my trip I was having a great fantastic time and then this happened and it was such a low but that low projected me into another extreme high I literally met some of the coolest people in my entire life that weekend and had some of the most memorable nights and it didn't matter that I had gotten in my scooter accident literally at all it was hilarious that I was bandaged up and like it dried so fast truly tip if you're in Nicaragua and you get into an accident or cut yourself it will dry immediately and just heal up so that's a plus might have to move there I don't know anyway so moral of the story is if it feels like you're in a low right now you will get out of it use this low to push you so hard into your next high. It's never going to be linear and you just have to own the fact that it's not linear and own the peaks and valleys that you're in and know that the opposite's always coming and that's okay because the other one's always coming too and shit's always going to go wrong but it's always your role to make things right again and to do something different. So yeah.
Lots of love. Don't forget to tune in next week. You can find this podcast, When Shit Goes Wrong, on all platforms. Check me out on Spotify. I don't know. Maybe leave a comment, a review. Whatever. It would be great. Lots of love. Peace out. See you next week.